Hello, welcome to this, the ninth in my series of short videos introducing the basic ideas of Marx and Marxism. Uh, in this one, I'm going to talk about Marx's labour theory of value and surplus value. Um, Marx begins his great analysis of capitalist production, his work Capital, uh, with the statement that under capitalism, Wealth consists of a great accumulation of commodities. And since the single unit of this is the commodity, that's what he will start by analysing. Uh, now, this analysis, uh, it has to be admitted, is notoriously difficult. I think it's probably fair to say it's the, the first chapter, the beginning of Capital, but it's also the most difficult part of Capital. So I'm going to try to explain it as straightforwardly as possible, but without distorting it. I'll do my best to do this in 10 to 12 minutes anyway. Now, um, according to Marx, the value of a commodity is determined by the amount of labour required to produce it. That is why it's called the labour theory of value. Marx begins by noting that every commodity has both a use value and an exchange value. By use value, he means that this commodity meets some human need or want, either physical or psycholo psychological, it doesn't matter. By exchange value, uh, it, he means that it has has to be capable of being exchanged in a certain ratio with other commodities. The exchange value is the relative value of the commodity compared with others. So, for example, um, the fact that whiskey is worth, a litre of whiskey is worth ten times a litre of milk, or a Ferrari is worth roughly fifteen or more times what a Volkswagen Polo is worth. Or commodities have this relative value to others and that um, makes it possible to exchange them. Now Marx says that to have any exchange value a commodity must also have a use value. It must serve some human need otherwise nobody would want to buy it uh, uh, at all. But Marx insists it is not the usefulness of a product a commodity that determines its exchange value. Uh, the, um, it is not that the whiskey, to give the example I gave, is ten times more useful than milk, or Ferraris are fifteen times more useful than Volkswagens. No, that's not the basis of it. Um, what does determine the relative value of a commodity is uh, the amount of what Marx calls socially necessary labour time involved in its production. Right? That's the key, the first key proposition of the labour theory of, of value. Now, uh, having said that, uh, there are three points that need to be made about this. Uh, the first is that labour here is measured by time by the time it is expended, measured in terms of minutes or hours of labour time, not by its worth, in some, according to some judgment, 
or by what it produces. Right? This is important because if we said the value of uh, labour power is determined by what it produces, it would just simply be a, a circular argument. It would be saying that commodities are worth what they're worth. It would just go round in a circle. The value of a commodity is determined by the amount of labour time that goes into it. Secondly, Marx is talking about socially necessary labour time. And that means the amount of time it takes to make uh, a, a commodity using the available skills in society and the available tools in a given society. Consequently, a table made, for example, by a poor carpenter uh, with poor tools, which takes six hours to make, is not worth double what a table made by a good carpenter uh, with uh, the available tools, the standard tools of the time, uh, that makes it in three hours. It's not worth double that. That would be, uh, that would, wouldn't work at all in, in society. The third point is that uh, Marx is not saying that every price in every shop is immediately determined by this. The price of butter in Tesco or Aldi or whatever may vary for a multitude of reasons. Value determined by labour time is the underlying core around which immediate prices uh, fluctuate. Right, now uh, a common objection to the labour theory of value is to pick on an exceptional commodity, say a painting by Picasso, uh, and say how can the labour theory of value explain this? And if one supplies a um, uh, long and complex explanation for the Picasso, the next question is, but what about the Kuhinor diamond or uh, Elvis's jumpsuit in a you know, in an auction sale or something like that. Now that can go on forever, but the point uh, of the labour theory of value is not to explain every freak price, but to explain what underlies the literally hundreds of millions of exchanges and transactions that take place every day uh, in capitalism. And here the labour theory of value is very important because it shows that in the end, all uh, wealth, all wealth creation, and all profits uh, come back to human labour acting on nature. Uh, wealth, neither wealth nor profits, are created by brilliant entrepreneurs, as they would have us believe. And nor, despite the illusion of the stock market and currency speculation and so on, um, does money by itself make money. In the end, it all depends on human labour. And if through speculation, stock market prices or currency values rise far above their real values, then it's like stretching a very strong elastic and sooner or later they will be pulled back down, uh, down to earth. The other reason why the labour theory of value is crucial is that it shows how workers are exploited. It's worth remembering that the major ca capitalist economists like Adam Smith and David Ricardo shared a labour theory of value until uh, Marx used this theory uh, to demonstrate how workers are exploited. When that happened, 
the bourgeois economists recoiled from the labour theory of value uh, and shifted towards a, a, utili a subjective utility theory which is taught in, uh, uh, in universities and so on in mainstream economics to, uh, today. Now, the way Marx used the labour theory of value to show exploitation was to apply it not only to goods, as Adam Smith or David Ricardo had done, but also to the commodity of labour power, which, as we've argued here, is fundamental to capitalism. Uh, what, Marx asks, determines the value of workers' labour power uh, when it is bought by the capitalists? What, in other words, fundamentally determines workers' wages? Marx's answer to that is that the value of labour power is determined in the same way as the value of other commodities is determined, by the amount of socially necessary labour time involved in its production. So the underlying value of workers' wages is based uh, not on the value that the worker produces, or on what bosses or society might consider its worth, but on what it costs in labour time to produce and reproduce it on a regular basis. It is the cost in hours of labour time needed to feed the worker, clothe them, shelter them, educate them, etc. That is the basis of the workers' wages, plus or minus the influence of uh, struggles, strikes, etc. But when the capitalist buys a, uh, a worker's labour, per se 40 hours, they don't just own that labour power, but also the product of that labour. And human labour is creative. It works on nature to produce new value. Consequently, the worker who works for um, uh, 40 hours um, for, for the boss actually reproduces the cost of their labour of the production of their labour, on average on 20 or 30 hours. The labour time required to produce the worker's labour is less than the time expended on work by the, by, by the workers. And the difference, the surplus value, is pocketed by the capitalists. And this exploitation, this extraction of surplus value from the labour of workers is not the exception but the norm. It doesn't just happen with rogue employers, but with all employers uh, under capitalism. The longer the capitalist can get the worker to work, and the more intensely they can get them to work, and the lower the wages they pay, uh, the higher will be the rate of exploitation and the profits they make. Nor is it just a question of exploitation. Marx's theory of surplus value shows uh, why there is a built-in conflict of interest between capitalists and workers that runs right through the, uh, the system and underpins the class struggle. Finally, the labour theory of value points to what Marx considered one of the major internal contradictions of capitalism, namely the tendency of the rate of profit to fall. And that is something that I will explain in my next video. Thank you.